Yay, TM, TM. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the huddle. The chillest huddle that's out there. Hope everyone's brought some gloves and is getting comfy as we will start discussing all things cute JPEGs in a moment. Nothing said in the huddle is financial or any kind of advice and is for entertainment purposes only. And now, let's go! Oh my goodness, so yeah, TMTM everyone and welcome to the 10th episode of The Huddle. Today I am beyond excited to welcome Kane and his daughter Izzy um, here as our very special guests and Kane is the founder of Synthetics, um, a derivatives trading platform and he's the godfather of yield farming and the reason why we got DeFi Summer in 2020 and Izzy is five years young. And she is a collector of the Pachi penguins. So this will be very exciting today. GM, GM, easy. This is so cool. Hi. You already have an ENTS address. <laughs> this is so cool. So, oh my goodness, I absolutely love your, peng, um, your pink Pachi penguin. I, because as you can see, I love all things uh, uh, pink. And Pachi Penguin. So, did you did you choose this penguin yourself? Yes. No. <laughs> and um, is this like the only Pachi Penguin? Because I think I saw like on the announcement we have another one. Four. How many Pachi Penguins do you have? No. Four. Oh my goodness. Yeah. No, I have four too. This is so amazing. And are they all pink? No. <laughs> All different colors. No, that is very, very, very cute. And um, so, so you selected them, or was it Kane who helped you select them? Um, I selected them. Oh, that is so cute! And how did you choose? Yeah, how 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 did you choose them? The cutest one. Yeah, yeah, I, I can. I mean. They look extremely cute, especially the one you have right now at the moment looks very, very cute. And are these like the only ones you have or you have like other animals like cats or I don't know, there are like so many animals I lost track. Um, or just patches, just penguins. That's penguins. Oh, that is so cute. Oh my goodness, my heart is melting. <laughs> This is so cute. No, you know, we have one, one person in the huddle. He is 12 years old. Um, I thought he was the youngest one, but I'm, it's so cute. Now you're the youngest one and the cutest one, for sure. Well, actually, her brother, uh, Ethan's only two and a half, and he has two pudgy penguins. So, no. Um, there's another, yeah, there's another one. There's another one. So. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yes, so, Kane, how did you, I mean, how did you get them in, like, I mean, do you do you explain them, or these are digital images, or how how does this journey go? I, I, I'm so excited! Like your kids are collecting NFTs. Yeah, so I mean, you know, they see me on Twitter, and uh, and you know, occasionally they'll see like a, a funny profile picture or something like that, and you know, Izzy will say like, "What's that?" or "Where did that come from?" And I explained um, that you know, people have tokens that are 
pictures and that you you know can get them and she said well can i have a pudgy penguin and i said um yeah you can you can get your own pudgy penguin so i um set up an address for them and uh and let them choose a couple of penguins it was funny though because uh i you know i also showed them some other uh nft uh sets and asked them if they wanted to uh, pick them, but yeah. Izzy didn't uh, didn't want a board ape. Um, no, no, no! Oh my goodness! Oh why, my why goodness. didn't you, Izzy? Why didn't you want a board ape? Do you remember? Um, because they're scary. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah, it was a little bit scary. She didn't. She doesn't like my board ape. So no, I they scare me too. I must say, like I mean, I wouldn't mind having one, but I I feel more comfy having like my pachi penguin as a profile. Like if I had a board ape, I'm not sure if I maybe for flexing. Like having them as, as a PFP, but you know, I'm like this patchy, it's like me, really. It's like, I don't know, it's like how I'm wiping. <laughs> so <it's> like, <laughs> oh my goodness, this is crazy. This is so sweet. And and do, do, do your kids, like, do they want any, like, would you guys like to have a patchy penguin movie or are you happy? Like, I mean... But is there anything you would want, like a Pachi Penguin plush or something? Um, book. A book? No way. That is very cute. So a book rather than a movie or a shirt. I think the Pachis, I have a Pachi Penguin shirt that is cropped. Um, I don't know if you guys, I don't know if the, the, the merch shop is still alive, but... Yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen a pudgy penguin shirt before, so we'll have to we'll have to see if we can find one. Yeah, I think at some point they had like marks and and uh, like um, hoodies with pudgy penguins, but I'm I'm not sure. Like I haven't looked recently, um, but yeah, but that is so cute. This is so so cute. So you showed her board apes, and and you showed her basically like all the I don't know, like the the most I guess the most well known NFTs. Uh, yeah, she knows my my crypto punk, um, and you know she's seen a lot of my my NFTs as well. Um, but yeah, Pudgy Penguins was the the one that kind of resonated with her. Um, I think because of the cute factor. No, yeah, it's beyond cute, and the memes are very cute too. And so, and what does she think of your punk? What do you think? I don't know, Izzy. What do you think of my crypto punk? Not as cute uh, as your Pudgy, mm -hmm. I guess. <laughs> Um, good. Good. You like it? Mm-hmm. That's good. Oh, that is interesting. Okay, so she, she does not like your board ape, but she does like your punk. That's that's something. That's fair. Yeah, that's I, fair. I, yeah I think I think... I think the punks look less scary, like I must say. I don't know, the, the apes... I, I mean, yeah, they look cool, but they look very cool. Like, I don't know. Like not cute, and the punks look kind of funky. I think so. I can I can completely relate to Easy. So, but that's that's yeah, it's, it's so incredible. Yeah, and so so your son also did choose some patches, or yeah, he chose his as well. Oh, Is that's there? that's very cute. Yes. <laughs> hey, Easy. <laughs> this is so cute. Do you have any pudgy penguins? Um, I like diamond bits. And do you have a pudgy penguin of your own? Yeah, I like that. That's Izzy's mom. 
Oh my goodness. I, I like Oh you yeah. Mm. My heart is melting. Okay, so now now we, we have like the youngest Pachi Penguin collector who's yeah, two and a half years old. Half, this is so yeah. This is so, so cute. I think so. I'm guessing he's probably the <laughs> Most likely. And do you think it's important like to to talk about <laughs> NFTs with kids? I would say I yes, mean, you know, but obviously crypto. <laughs> um, You guys maybe, are so cute. You're my cutest guest by far. I think it's I think it's almost <laughs> bedtime uh for Ethan, no. so he's probably yeah. getting a little bit tired, but um but yeah, um Uh, you know, obviously we talk about uh, crypto a bit uh, in, uh, in the house. So, you know, uh, they kind of hear about different crypto concepts and they know about ETH and they know about tokens and they know about all kinds of stuff. So I think, you know, the, the kind of practical uh, aspects of like collecting NFTs or something like that, it's easier for kids to get, right? That they've got like a special picture that they uh, they hold in their wallet. Um, you know, some stuff is a bit difficult for them to, um, you know, completely understand, but they kind of get the idea that they can collect, um, things like they collect dolls or, or other things in, in the real world. So, um, you know, I think it is helpful for them. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And I think not only for kids, as I personally think that NFTs is really something that helps onboarding, like, um, like the masses, if you want, like onboards anybody and everyone, because it's you, NFTs can represent a piece of culture. So it's a bit easier. Like, I mean, you're the godfather of yield farming, but it's like yield farming, it's very, um, it's, it's quite complex. So it's, whereas like a cute picture, it's a cute picture. So there is, you know, I think it's a very easier concept. Yeah, I agree. I, you know, I, I've kind of made this point um, uh, a few times in the past that like finance is really only interesting to like a few uh, people, to a very small Uh, group of people everyone uses finance everyone you know needs to use banks and you know different uh different financial instruments but um you know in, in culture music art tv video games um you know i think uh the average person is much more interested in that um so it was it was a little bit surprising to me i think when nfts took off but once i stopped to actually think about it, it it made a lot of sense in hindsight that you know that was going to be the thing that, that was going to really uh you know drive mass adoption um and and kind of get out to to a lot more people yeah completely agree and i mean there was crypto then there was DeFi, and then there was nfts and i think it wasn't really um it wasn't until nfts that really Like I, I saw it with, with all of my friends. It's only like when, when NFT started that basically like crypto and everything was cool to talk about before it wasn't, it wasn't really, it was more a niche and, and, and people didn't really talk about so much. And also they didn't get uh, too excited. And now with NFTs, it's like you have your NFTs parties and you have like so much culture around and in real life events, you have the communities. So I think this is really a massive game changer. And I guess, I mean, I, yeah, I, I would assume, you, I, I don't know if you explained to your kids yield farming already, but I think, you know, this might be, I think it's just like so much, yeah, as you said, it's it's more for finance people. So it's, it's. Uh, yeah, I haven't, I haven't tried to explain yield farming to them, maybe, uh, maybe at some point, but yeah, I think it's a little, uh, 
a little too esoteric maybe um but you know yeah cute penguin photos i think they get that, that makes sense yeah, I, I completely agree. And would you like to tell us a little bit more about um, your background and how you uh, did fall down the, the rabbit hole? Because I, I, I would assume, like from, from everything I've seen and heard, you must have, you, you, you might, I don't know, might have a grunt background or something because you're like so, so smart, so... No, I, I, I actually studied um, uh, genetics when I was um, in university, so I, I wasn't really uh, into finance, but, um, you know, I, I kind of uh, paid attention to finance, I guess, and, and I, was in, um, I was in the payment space. Um, but the, for me, the thing that, um, that really kind of got me all the way down the rabbit hole was Dow. Um, when the Dow launched and then and subsequent hack um, in 2016, uh, that was just like this moment where I was like, all right, like I get this, this is going to be a huge thing. Um, and so, yeah, that, that was you know, what got me into like researching Ethereum and smart contracts and, and really, you know, uh, trying to understand exactly uh, how this was going to all Uh, play out and this is crazy because i think a lot of people did not like what happened first with the first version of the dao so it's crazy that instead of like i think lots of people were put off by it or got anxious and that for you it was actually the 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 complete opposite that it got you um curious and and you you um yeah did research and whatnot Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, the, the DAO, uh, you know, was announced and then uh, over the course of, you know, whatever it was, a few weeks, um, you know, it, it had 150 uh, um, million dollars worth of ETH uh, in there. You know, it was like 30% of the ETH supply or something at the time. Like it was just, it was crazy. And it was just so obvious uh, how powerful this was and, and what a powerful coordination mechanism it was. Um, and so, yeah, that was that was what uh, what really kind of, you know, drove me to uh, to get into the ethereum community for the first time previous to that i was you know uh, kind of more interested in bitcoin and you know bitcoin is payment um, method etc but yeah definitely uh, i realized the value of smart contracts uh, around the dow um i think izzy uh needs to um go to bed pretty soon so i don't know if you have any more questions for her maybe we can uh finish off her questions and, and let her jump off would you like to say Are you are you on Twitter a lot? Are you excited to see? Like, also, please, guys in the <laughs> audience, please all follow Izzy. So she got then she gets lots of penguin friends. Please all follow Izzy. So she has like a feed with all cute penguins. I think that's very important. Um, Thank yeah. You. I actually just set up her uh, Twitter account today so that she could jump onto this uh, <laughs> this um, space. So yeah, it's a new account. I think I was the only follower good that night. she had. Uh, <laughs> good night, Izzy. This is so cute. This is so good. Good night. Good night. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you for being here. Yeah, please, guys, please, I'll give Izzy a follow. She is definitely the cutest pudgy penguin we have in the huddle. So, um, yeah. So, um, yeah, coming back to DAOs, I think this is where, where we uh, spoke about before. So, you, I think you're, you're also you're, um, in the process, process of, um, of decentralizing synthetics, no? Yeah, I, it's if I'm not process. mistaken. Um, you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no, you're you're exactly right. You know, when we launched um, 
uh, Haven back in, in 2017, 2018. Um, it was very centralized. It was an uh, open source software foundation. Um, so it was a not-for-profit, but it was still very centralized. It had, you know, a board and all the normal, um, you know, kind of uh, corporate the sort of tradfi structure you would expect um, in in that sort of uh, project, um, and you know the team had a lot of control of the contracts and what was deployed, um, and you know we probably spent uh, the last you know four years or so working through this kind of process of uh, decentralizing governance and handing over to the community. Um, it's almost done. I think we're like ninety five percent of the way there. Um, you know, almost all the aspects are controlled by token holders. Um, there's still like a couple of components that. Uh, that are not fully decentralized, I think. Um, but even those components are still controlled by like a distribution of people um, that are that are sort of, uh, I guess, in some ways, kind of controlled by by token holders indirectly. Um, but we have a new governance module that's going to launch this year uh, that will like complete uh, the decentralization of the project. So that will basically get us to a point where um, you know everything's uh, purely on chain. Um, token holders have full control of every decision. Um, they can veto things. You know, there's going to be a, a whole bunch of features and um, and uh, much better structure. So we're we're very very excited for that to launch. Uh, and and then once that's launched, we're going to open source it and kind of release it to the rest of the community. Wow, that is big news. This is very very exciting. And I mean, I'm core contributor of two DAOs. I'm I'm a DAO maximalist. Even though I think obviously you can't like it's it's still um, it's still kind of a process. I mean, we are still very much early stage when it comes to DAOs, I think. And uh, there there needs to be more tools for, for people to work in a DAO. It's, but I, I'm very excited about DAOs. And I think DAOs, um, I think uh, DAOs, there, there will be more DAOs than limited at one time at, at, at LLCs. So I'm, I'm very excited about all things DAOs. Yeah, and... Um, and, and what, what do you think? What are, what is the future for DAOs? And also, did you what what is your experience with DAOs? Did you ever work in a DAO before, or are uh, you no, part of any DAOs? Synthetics was my uh, first DAO um, that uh, that I was a part of. You know, obviously, um, this is going back a ways before. You know, we had we had a lot of DAOs, um, but I do think that the tooling is still kind of developing right um you know there's still there's still uh, a lot of stuff that's missing um so it's getting easier to join and participate in in a dao i think um but yeah it's still um so maybe not as uh, as robust as as it could be yeah i completely agree i think it's still um we're still figuring out what's the best way how can we best work in a dao because uh, because it is decentralized it's kind of a coordination problem sometimes um, even though I think it's, it's more flexible and offers way more opportunities. So I, I very much like it. And I think it's, it's way smarter to have really a lot of people that own something and care about something uh, instead of, I don't know, having like a top-down approach only of people and with people that that are not really part, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, it's interesting when you look at the Pudgy Penguins uh, kind of, you know, story, right? Um, you know, I've, I've followed it a little bit. Um, and I think it is kind of reflective of the fact that if you have this thing that's centralized, um, you know, and, and control isn't with the community, uh, then it can go wrong um, pretty easily, right? It's, you know, it's easier for things to um, to not kind of reflect what the community wants and, and you know, what, um, what uh 
the, the best outcome would be for everyone, right, rather than than a couple of people. Um, so I think it is going to be very interesting to see um, whether, you know, now that this deal is done, uh, that, you know, Pudgy Penguins as a community can be um, kind of resurrected and, and, you know, build up a bit more engagement um, and really, you know, start to, to kind of take uh, the project to its next stage. So I'm, I'm hopeful. I kind of thought that it would happen. Um, I think there's too many people out there, uh, who are excited about pudgy penguins for it to, um, be allowed to kind of die off. Um, so, you know, that's why I was, I was still bullish about it. Um, but you know, it's going to take a lot of work, I think, to, to kind of coordinate all this, but we'll see. We'll see what happens in the next you know, few months. Yeah, completely agree. And I wanted to ask, did you, um, like when when did you came upon Pachi penguins? Was it already last year or yeah, it was last year, so it's actually funny um you know when I asked Izzy uh whether or not um she uh she wanted to get a bored ape um and she said no because they were too scary. I think it was right after our offsite, so it would have been like um Uh, August of last year. So I think the floor was like five ETH or, or eight ETH or something like that. So I haven't no. explained to her. I know. No. I haven't explained to her the, no. uh, the, the decision that she made. But, um, But I think, you know, Pudgy Penguins uh, was was also, you know, kind of uh, gaining popularity around that time. Um, and most of the time, um, for me, I discover NFT uh, sets from, you know, just people changing their profile pictures that I follow um, on Twitter. Um, you know, so it's, it's other DeFi founders or, or whatever. Um, you know, I think that's where ETH Lizards has kind of started to... Uh, started to take off a little bit. There's, there's a number of DeFi founders that are rocking ETH lizards. So that's always a pretty good sign when you get, when you get a bunch of DeFi founders rocking a, a profile picture. Oh, uh, this is exciting. So, this is yeah. exciting. Why do you think it's, it's a good sign when DeFi people are rocking it? Because I know, I know, I think Stani, um, the founder of Aave, he owns four Apache penguins. And then um, last week I had Mudit Gupta, uh, who is the ex-core developer of Sushi, uh, Sushi, SushiSwap, and now he is um, he is at Polygon. So I, I see all these. Uh, deep I think it was Mudit actually. I think it was Muda that uh, that got me onto Pudgy Penguins. I'm pretty sure. Uh, no way. Him. Yeah, I think no that was it. No I, it's it's a good question. Why why do you think uh, yeah. you know why why is it a signal? Um, I think, you know, obviously DeFi founders tend to have a lot of uh, followers, right? You know, Stanny has like 150,000 followers or something like that. You know, Hayden uh, has, you know, uh, a few hundred thousand followers. So I think they, they do have a bit of reach within the crypto ecosystem. So if they start um, if they start rocking a PFP, uh, it's probably going to get a little bit of traction. I think that's, that's always a good sign. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know if I would uh, necessarily, you know, say that, Uh, DeFi founders are like tastemakers. Maybe Stanny is. I think he's got a very extensive NFT collection, so he he might be the exception. But um, but I think uh, you know it just tends to be a pretty solid signal that um, if a DeFi founder is paying attention to something, then uh, you know it's probably getting a bit of traction and a bit of momentum. And this is really really exciting. Um, and do, do you think does like your Pachi? Do you think it needs utility? 
Because last week when I spoke with Mooded, it was so cute because he said, no, I'm just happy with the cute penguin. It does not need to have utility. Yeah, the and cuteness is the utility, right? It doesn't, doesn't need any more utility than that, I guess. So, so are, you, are you okay with this? I mean, obviously you're rocking your punk and this didn't have any utility until recently, I guess, other than being, I don't know, social signaling that you're early or like, if you know, you know, or like just like... Like it's it's like the the OG of the NFTs, but but often I see when roadmap can devs do something like can we get uh, utility and I'm thinking too like oh my goodness the cuteness it cheers me up and makes me happy this is already the utility. Yeah, I, look, you know, I think that uh, profile pictures and and NFTs there is something um, you know very powerful about. Uh, the lack of utility, right? Like it's it's you know very clearly uh, kind of communicates what it actually is, right? Which is this like reference to to a specific um, you know image. Uh, and but that said, I I do think that there's a lot of room for experimentation. Um, and you know, in the same way that we had during DeFi summer, a lot of kind of uh, copy paste projects that popped up, and you know, people just doing kind of small variations on the same thing. You know, how many different variants of like yams did we did we get in in 2020? Um, I think we have seen probably too much of that when it comes to profile picture sets. Um, you know, and and if all you're doing is experimenting in like one dimension, which is like the artwork or, or whatever, and you're not doing anything else in terms of, you know, coordination and, and trying to build a community, um, then I think it is a bit of a missed opportunity. So personally, I would like to see, um, uh, you know, more, um, more experimentation in this area and, you know, people trying to set up uh, different coordination games and, um, you know, maybe take some of the, the ideas and concepts um, from DeFi. Um, you know, not saying that we should necessarily financialize NFTs because I think that's a different thing, you know, trying to fractionalize them or, you know, put them into vaults and, and get yield on them or anything like that. I just mean there are certain kind of, you know, games and incentive designs that you can do within DeFi that uh, help to kind of drive awareness um, for something. Um, and I think that that's definitely an area uh, that there's probably a lot of room for experimentation uh, within. So, you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully in the next like six to 12 months, we'll start to see some people do some interesting things there. Oh, this is this is an interesting take. Um, I personally I studied game theory, so I like uh, all things uh, game theory. But um, yeah, I, I haven't seen anything with coordination game. I mean, you have like all these play to earn games uh, where you have like all sorts of interesting uh, tokenomics. But then I, I haven't seen really anything. I mean, now people start with staking in 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 nfts so you can stake your nfts and i don't know what you i don't know what's uh, what you get but um i think people start with it but i i guess we are very early with with the experiments yeah absolutely I, i think it's a reflection of just how early it is right that um that it's been possible to kind of just launch a new you know ten thousand uh Uh, PFP set and not really have to do much else. And, you know, if the art's good um, and if the community likes them and if they're aesthetically um, interesting in some way, then that's kind of enough. Um, but I do think that, um, you know, uh, that's going to become kind of uh, table stakes at some point and, and there will be a bit more pressure to do more innovative um, things. Um, you know, what we have 
a team within my family office that does um, you know some kind of experimentation in crypto, um, and we're working on uh, a little experimental NFT game uh, that hopefully we will launch later in the year, um, where you stake uh, certain profile pictures, like you can stake CryptoPunks or Bored Apes or you know, Penguins or whatever, um, and you uh, basically mint uh, these different. Um, uh items essentially um so like you mint uh uh different types of metals and then um there are certain things you can do there's like different pathways you can choose to go down where you're trying to ultimately end up at you know some uh like end state and so you got to combine different nfts to kind of get there so it's going to be this like little game that will run for you know maybe a few weeks or a month or something like that um, and then it finishes so it's kind of like a little performance art sort of piece. And then there's like an end state. So that's a bit of alpha. Um, we're, we're kind of excited. Yay. That, Yay. This is unexpected. This is unexpected yeah. alpha. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. I love it. You know, last week I spoke with Coin Artist. I had her on Spaces. And um, she is doing all the things of, of like mini games also. And very different from maybe your, your usual play to earn. Um, and, and there was, yeah, I don't know. She, she does like, um, she experiments also with, with blockchain games. Um, and I don't know, you can like all kinds of interesting things. I can't repeat it because it was some of the ideas were really crazy, but, um, this shows just how much, uh, opportunities there are still and, and how much you can do. Yeah. There's a lot of room for experimentation still, I think. Yes, so, so when is your staking coming out? Somewhere in this year? Yeah, at some point this year. Um, you know, it's a little side project that, that we're kind of working on. We've got a few different people that, that do you know, interesting experimental things uh, like this. So, you know, it's not it's not anything that's kind of uh, in a, a big rush to get out, but um, it's definitely, you know, something that we, we find interesting and, and we're kind of working on. So It's for you maybe a little side project, but knowing you and what you've already, like, uh, done for, for the whole space, it might, I don't know, it might disrupt the space again. So <laughs> only because it's a side project for you doesn't doesn't mean, yeah, it's it's like a little project or anything. So I think yeah, it sounds actually we'll very we'll interesting. I, as long as it's fun, I think that's what that's that's all we kind of care about. If it's fun and people enjoy playing it, then you know uh, that'll be that'll be enough for us. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, I I spoke with really a few people, and everybody who said uh, everybody said oh, the fun should should um, be the top priority before like anything earning. Like so that that the intrinsic value is. And, and the fun aspect is higher than like anything instrumental, which I find quite interesting because in, in this space, like in crypto with yield farming and whatnot, API, like always normally it's, it's uh, the instrumental that's higher. But then when it comes to games, people say, no, you can't make this like the highest priority because then it might mess up the game, which I find quite interesting. Yeah, I mean, you know, I grew up uh, in in a uh, environment where games were supposed to be fun, right? That was the primary <laughs> goal of them. Um, you know, so I, I grew up playing Atari games and and things like that. And you know, um, for me, I, I wasn't playing River Raid because, well, actually, I say that. Um, you know, I think also there was a competitive uh, sort of aspect of of playing games. Um, you know, in my household as well, where um, you know people were trying to get high scores and things like that. But you know, so I, I suppose that is a little bit of a play to earn uh, style thing, except, you know, you're just trying to earn uh, the highest score in, in the family or whatever. Um, but still, I think just a high score 
uh, for its own sake wouldn't have been very satisfying if the game wasn't fun to play as well. So I think you need you need both. Yeah, I completely agree. And I would say maybe one last question because I know actually it's so crazy. It's like the birthday of your dad today and still you made time for us. So thank you so, so much. I would say maybe one last question and then I let you go. Um, so yeah, when... <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. So yeah, when, when did you start uh, collecting NFTs? Was it like last year when it kind of blew up? I mean, when did it blow up? I don't know. Did it blow up now or last year? Maybe. Uh, but yeah, when, when did you start uh, collecting NFTs? Did you mint this, this so, uh, CryptoPunk? No, I didn't. I actually missed I missed CryptoPunks completely. Um, I remember people talking about it on Twitter and I didn't get it. I was like, okay, sure, whatever. Like there were so many things in 2017 that crazy things that people were doing. And I was like, oh, I get like, you know, I, I've missed a lot of things in crypto. It's very, very hard, even if you have been in crypto um, for a while, uh, to kind of get everything. I think it's very easy to kind of get locked into your own ideas. Um, and I mean, another example of this is, uh is you know patricio um is a friend of mine uh the founder of poap and um you know when he started poap uh i remember being like ah oh, this just doesn't seem like a very good idea i don't i don't see how this is going to work out very well um and you know i think now it's it's one of the largest projects in, in terms of like user bases and um and integrations into other projects and everything um so actually funnily enough the first NFT that I got was my DevCon 3 uh, POAP um, that I got retrospectively. Um, I think it must have been in early 2019. Um, Patricio just launched um, and we were at EdCon uh, in Sydney and um, and he was like, hey, you know, you can, you can kind of get these uh, representations. And it wasn't until I actually got them that I, I finally got it. I was like, okay, I, I get this um, because it was, you know, uh, basically a record of the fact that you were personally present at these different events. Um, so I have, you know, a DEFCON 3 one, a DEFCON 4 one, um, a couple of uh, ETH hackathons and stuff, you know, going all the way back to, to 2017. So um, it, it's pretty cool. But I think it just goes to show that he explained the concept to me, you know, maybe six months before, and I was like, I don't really get this. Um, and it wasn't until I actually had the NFTs in my wallet and could see, you know, all these different event, ETH events that I've been to over the years um, that I really got it. So I think, you know, it, it speaks to the fact that sometimes you just can't get something until you actually interact with it and, and really try it out um, and kind of see, see it working. Because um, as soon as I did, I was like, okay, this makes more sense to me. I get this now. Yeah, I completely agree. And it was the same for me. Like I, I observed like the the whole space, and it wasn't until I bought a Pachi penguin in in summer last year, my first NFT. That then, before I was like, why why do people spend crazy amounts of money for a digital image? But the thing is, once you have it in your wallet, and you're part of the community, and and also maybe part of the larger community on crypto Twitter then you really get what it means and and you get excited about and creative about it so yeah agreed i think i think you just need to jump in and and you know participate right that's the only way to learn so yeah i completely agree so i would say i, I let you go now because you have yeah so so thank you so so much for your time thank you so much for bringing easy and and uh, your son it was and beyond well, cute yeah, yeah. yeah and ethan <laughs> it was beyond yeah. cute uh, to get to know the youngest uh, collectors of party penguins so thank you so so much and um yeah speak very soon have a lovely evening and yeah many many thanks thanks for having me okay 
See you soon. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye.